There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back, everybody. The Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price, on this Wednesday. Guys, thank you so much for being here for your lunch hour. Uh, it's going to be just me today here on the Dark Delight Show. Uh, Josh is traveling, so you got me for the next two hours. Oh, everybody! All right. Um, you know what? A great weekend. I spent uh, the time there and uh, was in Rochester and Avon and Kinesis, Kinesis and. Uh, I was everywhere. Uh, I, I was amazed to see how everything is so interconnected there. Really enjoyed watching. Now, because I didn't have to worry about preparing for the 4th of July, uh, I did notice, I did happen to notice a lot of the people who were going around and really killing it on their lawns. I was super impressed, guys. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not joking with you at all here. I was watching... You know, uh, a lot of people doing the the lawn prep, getting their flags out. It was, I didn't feel like I was in New York. I mean, you guys say that this is such a libtard ran state where, you know, the liberals are running wild down the streets with their pink hair and vagina hats, and, and I didn't see it. I'm sorry, guys. I think you guys are lying to me. I know your government, I think it's I think it's just the government level because... Everybody I ran into, and I talked to everybody, guys, listen, it is, it's, it's obvious, you know, obviously I talk on the radio, but I do have people I run into constantly, and we have really great conversations, and it, it, it happened at convenience stores and uh, different places I went. It was absolutely just nice. Everybody was a nice person. Now, this whole thing with you guys killing each other to death in Rochester, not real proud of that. I think you guys need to get out, figure out how to get fathers back in the home and get God back in the homes. I think it'll change a lot of things. But I, other than that, guys, listen, what a great place to be home, you know, be, be from. I see why Josh, you know, talks romantically and about the, you know, the high school football games and going out in the woods and, you know, going to the creeks and, I just saw an am- amazing opportunities out in that area to just live the best life ever. What a lush landscape, trees, you know, vines, grass. Wow, you know, I mean, so I got to see I got to see the Grand Canyon of the East. I did actually make it there on Sunday. It was just down to Sunday. Sorry. I got all my days messed up. Uh Monday, after I got through with the radio show, I took the 30-mile trip down to the Grad Canyon of the East. Uh, that's what I did. And so it was absolutely... If you guys haven't been there, if you can hear my voice and you're in the New York area, you're in the broadcast umbrella, um, and you haven't been to there, why? It was actually really neat. I, I, uh, It had rained like... Remember I was telling you guys on Monday how it was raining there at the station? It was raining like they were trying to build the ark. And uh, I was like, man, this thing's just raining like crazy. Well, uh, the, got down to the Grand Canyon of the East and was able to walk right in. Yeah, it was a little mushy here and there, a little squish squish. 
But other than that, what a neat, neat place. Now, see what for me, I don't I don't think that year round you guys have the waterfalls that shoot out of every side of the canyon. But when I was there, because there had been so much water, that the side walls of the canyon had water, like a lot of them it was shooting out of it. And uh, to see that stuff, it was really neat, really neat experience. Lots of, uh, I ran into a lot of great people. Uh, ran into, you know, again, just, you know, hey, how's it going? Hey, they, yeah, no, uh, right up here. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Got a lot of great, pleasant conversations. And when I say, when I say that, uh, um, when I say that you got, uh, you know, this really great thing to go do, it, it, I, I had a really great time and I a lot of, met a lot of great people. So um, I think you guys ought to look into that. It's actually pretty breathtaking. Uh, I was able to see the falls and, and uh, there was some old, now <laughs> one of the jokes was, is that, you know, well, this is supposed to be some type of government property. Where's all the handrails and uh, elevators and everything else? But it was still but a great nature path. Someone had at one time spent a lot of time putting stone in place putting little rock walls in place and different things. And that was, um, it, it was just a neat, neat experience. And like I said, I don't know. You guys say that um, liberalism is alive and well and it's taking over your your state. I didn't see it. So you guys must have shoot them off or scared them. Maybe 4th of July is when they all leave or they all go into their burrows or something because they don't want to be around all that patriotism. Uh, but no, no I, was, I thought that was great. I uh, did enjoy uh, the uh, going up and down. Uh, was it 390? I traveled 390 uh, a lot. Did make it over to the Air Museum. Uh, if you guys have not been over to the uh, the Warplane Museum that's actually advertised on WYSL, guys, take the time. It's right there. It's not like you got to, like, you know, I got to do a special. I got to make an appointment. And I got to do it. No, go and enjoy it. Uh, there's really some neat stuff. They have a lot of great historical displays this, these guys are out there working their tail off so you guys can remember what it was for people to actually go out and do their job especially in the past world wars we've had where they've thrown millions of our men on the altar of human sacrifice for their pleasure we have to remember that these guys went out there and did that and i was really they had some really cool planes you can actually go up in one of the planes as well so i did not experience that uh, I did not get there at the right time, but what, like I said, what, when I was able to get there, right when I went, I was like, well, okay, I'm going to leave. It started getting kind of hot. I mean, it was like, whew, like the old, uh, you know, it was kind of getting soupy, right? And so jumped in the uh, rental and uh, took off, and then the rain came. I mean, it was like I got out of there, and then the rain happened right after that because the, the road to it, you know, heading out, I was like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, bagoosh, uh, the heavens opened up. So, no, what a great museum to be a part of all that. Uh, I was able to see a lot of things that, you know, I knew about. They have a Texan out there. And I, and I remember this was back in, uh, I think it was like 20, 2005, 2004. I actually got to go up in a Texan, the trainer, and and uh, fly loop-to-loops and barrel rolls and all that. And a long, long time ago, it was in, and I... I mean, I thoroughly enjoy it, but they have a Texan out there, uh, different things like that. I do have some pictures I'm going to update from my trip and show you different things I did. Bob, uh, the, the Bobs over at WYSL. If you guys haven't met the two Bobs, uh, salt of the earth people, really, really great to hang out with those guys. It was a lot of fun. And uh, 
it was neat. So those guys have got a heck of a little studio over there. Like I said, last time I was talking about the radio station, all the cool old equipment that they have actually turned into new equipment. And so when you go, you'll get a chance. I mean, go. I mean, I don't know if they actually do they let people. I'm not there in the studio. So I say, you know, just, just say hi. You know, talk to the Bobs, give a call in, say, hey, thank you for having that event on Sunday with uh, Josh and Jim, the J&J that won't kill you. And uh, no, this is a really cool thing. So I really do. Uh, uh, oh, oh, Bob says uh, you could come by with a <laughs> with my appointment. Don't just show up. I I was pressuring him a little bit on that one. <laughs> yeah, but by appointment. So guys, uh, you know, give a call in. If you guys want to see the station, uh, they'll work out something because they they're busy guys over there. They can't just hang out. Uh, lots of going on stuff. So, no, what a great, great, great weekend. I, I'm, I'm giving you guys the, I'm giving you guys the, the, uh, the good Yelp review here. That uh, lots of neat stuff to hang out and do. And if you guys aren't used to doing stuff that's around your area, just, I mean, 30, 40 miles away from you in any given direction from where I was at, lots to do, lots of things to see, and. As you guys think about that, you know, that you have the stuff that's there, like I said, why not jump in a car, drive three or four hours, and go see another part of the state just for a day, do a day trip, three hours in the morning, three hours at night, just spend somewhere, somewhere, doing somewhere, do something somewhere for the day, and then come back. You know, that's that's it's a tank of gas, right? So I'm just saying, guys, there was a lot of cool stuff. I do appreciate the hospitality. Had a, I mean, it was pretty much flawless and in a lot of ways. Uh, like I said, I got to see the rain. <laughs> you, guys, you guys definitely brought the rain and uh, enjoyed all that. So thank you so much. Did get to eat uh, Wahlburger. Enjoyed that as well. Uh, Bob, I tell you what, if you guys want a, a tour of your own state, uh, Bob D is, he is a historian over there. He knows his, He knows the people. He knows the things and really, really enjoyed having him. At, oh, and by the way, I got to go play pinball at uh, with Bobby D, and his stuff is amazing. So what a proud collection that guy has. I know I'm spending a lot of time just talking about my weekend there with you guys. I say weekend. It was quite a few days in a row. So I uh, got there Thursday night or, you know, Thursday night late and then left Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. And so it was a great time. I really do appreciate you guys. And everything you did, and the food was great. Uh, forgot about meat sauce, and I need to get used to using that. I didn't, I didn't use it like I should have, and I always forget about that. That meat sauce is good. And actually, guys, if you guys know, if you guys know your health, you better be putting meat sauce on everything because everything that's in meat sauce is all the good stuff that actually helps you in digestion and helps your body process what you're eating. But uh, yeah, meat sauce, good stuff, and uh, I should not have I should not have not used it like I sh- I should have used it. I don't know why I didn't, but I didn't. Anyway, thank you guys, thank you guys for everything. All right, we got a commercial break coming up here. WYSL back here in just a couple minutes. Dark delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back, everybody, guys, to the Dark Delight Show. I appreciate you guys being here. I'm your host, Jim Price. Uh, Josh is in transit, so we will not be able to have him here today. But guys, listen, uh, there, I didn't realize all this was going on. I, I do. Okay. I, I didn't know what was going on. I do know that censorship and the arresting of, uh, journalists or talking heads is an absolute real thing. 
actually Obama, people don't realize Obama was probably one of the biggest tyrannical, creepy little turds that we have really ever had walk around on two legs, call themselves a president. Oh, I know. I know the pedo in chief is doing his best to try to catch up with Obama. But I think what the reason I didn't like Obama, one, because people weren't paying attention to him because, well, you know, well, you know, you can't mention, you know, the no, you know why everybody he's untouchable. Don't say it. Don't say it out loud because then that's going to make you a an isist. So don't, you know, don't say it. And so the, the sad part of it is that he was able to walk around with this omnipotent effect where no one could touch him. He was really this godlike figure walking around. Do as I say, or my my race shall become a part of your legacy. Um, this guy, this he was throwing thousands. Now listen to me. Now, now, Jim, I know you exaggerate, and then there's things that you say that don't always seem to make a lot of sense. Uh, your buddy Obama, I know, okay, stepping on toes, because I know you guys all loved him, and you miss him, and wish he was around more. This guy was, he was arresting thousands of journalists. Now, there's really a lot of them that are a little hard to tie back to him, but it's not hard to tie back to him when the reason that these people were writing hit pieces on Democrats, and on Democrat National Committee, on Hillary, on him, talking about his birth certificate, Talking about Barry Soturo and talking about his Marxist father and his Marxist stepfather, uh, anybody who brought, brought these things up were arrested. No, no, guys, listen. No, 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 no. You're like, well, yeah, Jim, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like the Obama I know because he's he, I lo- he loves me and I love him and everything's kumbaya. No, this guy, this guy was bad absolutely a tool he went around arresting journalists as a matter of practice and what he would do is he would do remember how the twitter files guy okay uh that you know matt to Tabibi. to bb i always mess that up uh matt to bb he actually he he got a the day he was sitting in your congressional building in washington dc the domestic the district of columbia when he was sitting there in the room with the chamber just doing his little, I swear, I will not lie to you like everybody else in this town. IRS showed up at his door. Well, Jim, that's not an arrest. Well, that's not arrest. That's called harassment. <laughs> I mean, come on. All right, guys, we got a call coming in. Uh, Dave, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for the visit, man. That was a good time, oh, yeah. albeit a little wet. <laughs> no, it but, was all right. Um, Kept it cool, right? We wasn't out there sweating. Right, right. Um, but I wanted to, to make the point that, you know, even though it wasn't uh, the Beatles or Shea Stadium or something, um, in the way <laughs> it turned out, actually face-to-face getting to talk to you guys, press a little flesh, you know, that made yeah. it a lot, at least for me, made it a lot more important or rememberable, if, if I can't mm-hmm. think of a better word, um, than yeah, yeah. seeing, you know, 50,000 people in somebody's... Yeah. And uh, I'm glad you enjoyed Letchworth, too. That's a great place. Oh. No, no, no. That was uh, the Grand Canyon of the East. No, you guys got a yeah, great we, park up there. Well, we got and so many great attributes too. to this state. The thing that is the government ruins it. If it was just a piece of crap, ugly state, you know, that'd be no big deal right. to leave. But we've got a lot of great like features and a lot of great history. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, well, I, I mean, you guys to... had a had a, a lot of good uh, a lot of good places to visit. 
So when you were there, uh, you were there for quite a while, weren't you? I mean, you were pretty much there. Uh, yeah, that was, was a little early, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so when you were there, you got, did you meet other listeners or other people that had the same like-minded that you got to have pleasant conversations with as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was sitting next to a retired gentleman, and uh, we just struck up a conversation, blah, blah, blah. Um, had about mm-hmm. 90% of things in common, you know. Um, wow. Gary from DOA came over, and uh, this gentleman wasn't a gun owner, but he gladly took the info. And then the lady behind me was uh, mentioning the <clears throat> election here in New York and how it was kind of right. weird. And Gary also had the information from uh, NewYorkAudit.com, which was great. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah, it was and, good to see everybody. Everybody was very active. Everybody was wanting to do something for each other. They were wanting to lift each other up, be more positive, you know, have that interaction. I thought it was great. Uh, Beachcomber, I mean, you guys ought to hang out there more often. It's actually a pretty cool little place over there at the lake. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, not, not to do any disservice to them, but you notice they put up that one little uh, easy up that had a BL logo on it, and then people said, oh, it's time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see Dylan yeah. there though. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. We we were. Um, I was there for another. Well, Josh, I think I was there for another hour after Josh had left and Bob had left because there was just people wanting to talk. And uh, so I stood there along the edge of it, and they had one table that sat down there, and they let us stand underneath the t- the tent. And she was so so pleasant with us, and really great to um. Great host. The beachcombers were awesome. So that that whole all the staff there was awesome. Yeah, well, they they were great. And uh, hey, the taco bar was pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, <laughs> my favorite kind of food is free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was well, all good food, again, good I, time, and good. Yeah, we we all enjoyed it, and we'll have to do it again. I was there last year at the yeah. brewery with just Josh, but um, we'd love to see you both again next year. Definitely, sir. No, thank you so much for your time, Dave, and you. Uh, Stay dry. I guess you guys are having the heat wave after I left. Oh, yeah. Now it feels like the inside of a baseball player's uniform in Cuba, Um, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, sir. Thank you so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you again. You bet, buddy. Bye-bye. Well, guys, what a great call. And that just confirms, like what we were talking earlier, that you know, what a great place to go. The Beachcomber place, they they got grass and tents and... And the docks right there, plenty of food and all that. Goes. It was really a neat place. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the beach volleyball, the sand. They got kind of a cool thing going over there. So if you guys get a chance, hang out. So anyway, uh, so we're talking about your your Uncle Barry. You know, Mr. Mr. Obama, He's uh, he is so breathtaking in his leadership abilities. Now, you know, here's what the problem was, guys. He was so sneaky at it. He was so devious. He was such a little turd. He was just he lied and cheated and did things in the dark that people did not realize. And so here's what happened over this weekend. This is kind of a people. It, it went out yesterday. Independence Day victory for speech. Trump appointed judge grants preliminary injunction prohibiting Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, Department of Justice, and other agencies from colluding with big tech to censor Americans in Mo versus Biden case. Now, where the Gateway Pundit is the lead pen, uh, uh, plaintiff. Now, think about this, guys. This is so we had to take our government into the court system, spending money with bar associated British accredited register, British accredited register, bar associated attorneys to go into their system 
to fight our government to tell them to stop doing what the, the, the Declaration of Independence and the, and the Constitution tell them. Limit themselves. But we have to have lawsuits, we have to have judges, we have to have lawyers, we have to do all this, and they can't bother to do what they're told. Guys, that's why we have the Declaration of Independence. That's why we have the Constitution. Because those gentlemen knew, they knew that power does corrupt. And the sad part of it is but most people don't have that self-control. And they made sure and put things in there because they had seen the tyrannical ways of other men who were left unchecked. And now we've got a judge who has to bother to step in, but it's only a temporary injunction, so it's not going to last forever. A monumental Independence Day victor, um, a verdict, sorry, uh, a Trump-appointed federal judge issued a preliminary injunction, and it says, before we uh, delve into the details of this recent development, it's, cru- it's, a cru- it's crucial to trace our steps back and understand the sequence of events that led us to this juncture. Now, the guys, this is a big deal because we went into this whole thing because our government, our government believes it's okay in a public, public, a public private partnership with big tech to go in and subvert the, uh, the warrant system, the court system, your rights, your freedoms, your liberties. And we have to go in and sue these three letter agencies. Guys, if you, this, you guys need another reason why the three letter agencies are not not viable for America's health. Right here is a whole nother article about it. This is absolutely unbelievable that we have to have this conversation that someone had to bother and a group of people, not just Gateway Pundit, but others as well, have joined in this lawsuit that says, hey, stop going into our stuff. Stop hacking our phones. No, I'm not talking about the little guy in the basement with the little creepy light and hasn't seen the sun in 15 years. I'm not talking that hacker. I'm talking about the hacking from your government. You're paying your government with your money at the 300% tax rate that we live. And you guys fight me on it. Go ahead, fight me. 300% tax rate. You guys don't realize you have to make money over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to barely keep the last little bit you keep. I don't know. You guys don't do the math, but it's all right. But your government that you pay for with your livelihood, with your slave system of fiat dollars, is going in and watching you and every little thing you do to try to find a crime, to get inside your mind, to get inside your soul, to get inside your buying habits, to get inside your daily routine, to figure out how they can find a crime in you because that's what you've tasked them to do, is to go out and, 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 and do thought crimes. That's where they need you. Or that's what they we need them. Thought crime police. Minority Report. Anything sounds familiar? All right, guys, we do have a commercial break here at the bottom of the hour. I'm your host, Jim Price. Dark Delight Show will be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to Dark Delight Show. I do appreciate you guys hanging in there with the commercials. Guys, again, this is, uh, this is your 4th of July. This is the end of your Pride Month, and I think your Pride Month actually goes for about almost six weeks because I think it should start... The Memorial Day weekend, we should be creating uh, large celebrations to really pay homage to those that bothered to go out and lay their lives on the on on the battlefield, thinking that they were doing it for their fellow man. But in reality, we we keep finding out that a lot of these gentlemen went into these wars only because somebody didn't like their balance sheet, somebody didn't like their the 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 power struggle. They didn't they didn't they thought one family was doing something the other family didn't. Blah blah blah, and it was just a big mess. All right, well, going back to this article real quick. I want to finish up this lawsuit speech or speech topic here, and then we'll move on. 
The past year's legal battle has solely been over Missouri, Louisiana, and Gateway Pundit's uh, ability or right to um, prosecute this lawsuit. Okay, The government's efforts there uh, have been focused on obstructing stonewalling evidence on the one hand and engaging in numerous tactics to um, extricate itself from the lawsuit. Now think about this. The government who pays the judges and pays the prosecutors and pays the DAs, okay, now with your money, now see, you have to take your money and then fight your money with the full weight of the government to try to be able to protect yourself, but yet at the same time they're trying to get themselves out of the lawsuit. They're trying to get themselves away from you know being liable for any of their actions, but yet the Constitution limits the government, never limits you. And so why do we have to do this? Because this is what we've done. We have let... We ha- we're trying to get we're trying to get five pounds of crap in a ten or wait ten pounds of crap in a five pound bag now because once you let the the worms out of the bucket or the cats out of the bag, it's hard to get them back in there, right? You can't unring the bell. Well, these guys are so used to their abuse of power and doing is that they wish that you bother when you bother, they really don't like it. When you bother to hold them accountable, they don't like it. So let's move on in the article here. It says. Um, uh, so it, they have tried to extricate themselves from the lawsuit, including uh, filing of multiple motions to dismiss and change venues. Oh, but wait, we can't change venues as a defendant. We can't pick our own jury of our own peers. We can't have the full weight of the government defending us from the full weight of the government that's trying to eat us. But here's how this works. I mean, this is the system that you keep letting happen. And then these judges that sit behind those benches and sit back there, I... I've been a judge for so long, and I am so righteous on everything that comes to my head. It's God-inspired. Right, like the judge who signed the no-knock warrant on my house. He was real God-inspired, too, because he was looking for a federal appointment. I mean, that's what we do, folks. Anyway, moving on with the article here. It says, uh, let's see, the change of venue. The court, uh, in order to draw a communist judge who favors authoritarian government and widespread government censorship. Now, also, listen, guys. This is what's really this isn't this kind of makes you feel a little you know that that feeling. The judge has literally said that this whole thing is becoming a not just like tyrannical, but this is becoming really Orwellian. That this is happening in real time. I don't think people are paying attention to that. Your government is using laws to basically just. Screw with you. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's absolutely just figuring out how to screw with you, play with you, so they can keep a job. See, what they're doing is showing you how busy they are. So you don't think that, so you don't get rid of them. Because if they're just sitting around, you're like, well, why do we need them? No, they're creating cases. They're creating problems. They're creating issues in our society. Guys, like Josh and I talked about the event on Sunday, uh, that... I said around 90% of the people in jail shouldn't be there because there's no victim, there's no crime. And Josh says it's probably closer to 99%. And the sad part of it is, is that I bet you a lot of the people that have gotten caught up in the system who they have actually continued to just rail on and rail on and rail on and do all these different things, um, I, I think it pushes people down. I think it causes people to act or overreact in ways that they wouldn't do naturally. And I think that's how the system really is been, meant to be. I think they really have built the system so that you do overreact. So you do end up, things happen, and or you do things that wouldn't be normal, and then boom, you got charges. It's kind of like the whole thing with the Minnesota guys. 
you know, remember the FBI, your government that you pay for, these individuals had two of the FBI agents, and I'm trying not to throw these women under the, uh, under the bus here, but two FBI female agents were sleeping with two male suspects to try to get them to kidnap the governor, and yet they didn't do it, and they still brought charges on them saying they were going to kidnap the governor. This is your government, guys. This all came out in that case, and then they still convicted them. Why? Because it's not a jury of their peers. Just like I talked about jury nullification, people don't realize that you can go in and it will create a natural process for your legislation that has to and is required to, by law, jury nullification. You go into a jury pool, you sit down, and you nullify you nullify the charges brought on the, on the defendant, and you actually make the legislators go back and they have to review that law. And find out why it is that you felt that it was not worth being on the books anymore. Now, guys, you think I'm crazy? Look up jury nullification. It's a real thing. But here it is. I got my government running around doing things that really are completely terrifying. I mean, this is not like, uh, this is not like, well, you know, it kind of went one way or it could have gone in the other, you know, just blah, blah, blah. No, this is. Again, you're having to sue your government with your money that the government is using your money to fight you on. Why are they trying to fight? Why would you even counterfight this? I don't want big tech going into my social media personal accounts. I don't want them looking over my shoulder and the government's like, oh, well, how dare you ask us not to look at your private stuff? How dare you? How dare you? We're going to fight with the full weight of the government. You obviously don't know what you're talking about. We are the government. We are here to help you. We're the ones that we're the ones to help. Come on now. Don't go anywhere. Just lay here. You know, just lay down and put the big warm blanket of fear on and just sit there and cower because we're the government. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Uh, quick article real quick before we do have a commercial break coming up. Ben and Jerry's trashes. Uh, the U.S. on Independence Day. By the way, Ben & Jerry has not owned Ben & Jerry's ice cream for over a decade, guys. Um, they they took they turned over control of that company, I want to say, closer to 18 years ago, 15 years ago. And they they did not make the transference to uh, the, big, the big corporation, the mega corporation, until on the books, I think it was some, I don't know, just a few years ago. But anyway... Ben and Jerry's have not been a part of the operations of Ben and Jerry's for so long that Ben and Jerry need to stop talking about that they're Ben and Jerry because they're not. Ben and Jerry's walked, they walked away from Ben and Jerry's, got their big old fat paycheck and got their jabs and told you guys to make sure and do the same. But these two tools who somehow feel like their ice cream gives them credence to be able to say something, well, they decided they want to go ahead and... Uh, turn all the land back over to the indigenous people. And I guess my question would be, how far back are we going? Back to when there were people here uh, that were actually building pyramids and other types of structures? Are we going to talk about when the people from Asia came over? Are we going to talk about the people from South, Af- uh, South America that uh, ventured up here? Are we talking about when the Spanish came over and uh, they they populated certain parts of America? We can talk about when Columbus bothered to touch or when the Norwegians used to go over into Canada. Who are we giving the land back to, Mr. Indigenous? I want to be nice to the indigenous people. Who are those people? 
What's the timestamp that we go back to? Are we talking about saber-toothed tigers, woolly mammoths? We're talking about before the Enochs. I mean, what do you mean? Are we going back to Enoch? Are we going back to the original bacteria that was formed in a certain time and space on Earth? I mean, how far do we go back? Where do your reparations stop? Where do they start? Who do we give the money to? Who do we give it over to? If we're all leaving America, then where we're all going? And who's going to stay here and pick up all the crap we left behind? Because, you know, when you've seen these guys leave, they don't always leave with all their stuff. They kind of leave it trashy. So you think that we're leaving it to who? Which generation of people are we leaving it to? Are we leaving it to the people now that are here? Are we leaving it to the people that were here 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, 30,000 years ago? Who, who gets to, who, well, who's the indigenous that you're referring to, Mr. Ben and Jerry? I mean, see, do you see what I'm talking about? This is how dumb it really is. Well, we need to pay reparations. Well, reparations to who? The blacks, the Irish, the Chinese, the Japanese? I mean, who, what, what are we talking about here? How about, how about the Russians that were put into slavery as well? How, how about the Polish? Uh, how about the Jews? I mean, who are we paying reparations to and what, who's writing the checks? I mean, seriously, guys, if we're talking about slavery, we're all in slavery right now. Quit fooling yourself. This world is full of slavery. Debt is slavery. That's what Nassara Jassara was about. That was the recycling and, and resetting of debt that happened. The Jubilees. But we don't pay attention to that because why? Because then people would be free. But we don't talk that way anymore. Because we're so used to the cages that we live in, we would dare not live without them. This is what we live in every single day. So when you guys are ready, let me know. We stand up and we're free. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up here at the WYSL Show. Be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to Dark Delight Show. Hey, by the way, over there at the Grand Canyon of the East, um, the ice cream is pretty good over there. I will t- have to tell you that I did have the ice cream at the... Uh, there's a cafe or a kitchen or whatever you want to call it there at, that, at the Lower Falls and was able to get the ice cream. And the chocolate ice cream and the peanut butter swirl was actually really great and had those. But uh, enjoyed that time there, like I said. But all right, yeah, Ben and Jerry's can uh, stick it. So I'm just tired of hearing about these guys as if somehow they're relevant and people go back to them as they're some type of like iconic you know, social warrior justice team members, but they're not giving money to social justice. They're not doing all that. They took their millions and walked away. And uh, somehow some people still think that their opinion matters because obviously they keep going back to that well. And I don't know. I I just, I don't get why we uh, do that in our society. We're not going back to leaders. We go to shiny objects and say, hey, shiny object, what does, what, how should I think? What should I do? Uh, also, guys, I don't know if you realize that, uh, okay, this is all coinkadink, right? We're going to say coinkadink, but Mr. Uh, Joe Biden, um, the uh, pedo-in-chief, he had a little uh, substance problem, a little powder showed up at the White House. And whether or not this is all completely factual or not, it's just hilarity that we have a situation where his son just happens to be on thousands of photos smoking crack, which is a form of, cra- of cocaine that you inhale when you heat it up. 
and uh, just happened to have showing him, you know, doing some meth and some other things. And then the old, uh, you know, old Hunter, he gets the old slap on the wrist, the deferment. He gets the, uh, uh, what is it, uh, when you don't have to pay your, your ticket for a, bit, a minute. Anyway, um, diversion. He got the diversion on the federal gun charge. And next thing you know, some white substance just show up at the old uh, the old White House. So, yeah, the whole world is a stage, right? You want to say that that's a whole world is a stage? Well, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Uh, this is this is the kind of stories we're going to hear about and deal with over and over again. And it's sad, but uh, yeah, all right, don't worry about it. Uh, let's see, Zelensky's here running off his mouth after blowing up the Russian oil pipeline and bombing Poland and then blaming Russia. Zelensky is now warning that Russia is going to blow up the nuclear plant and under their control. Now, if I know, if I am, if I am Pooty, okay, and I'm not, just letting you guys know that I, I am not going to identify as Pooty or try to do his name or his, his accent. So I say, listen to me. American people, why would I blow up a nuclear plant? I do not want that, but I want energy for my people. Uh, nobody has gone around and blowing up any nuclear plants. This is all just the banging, banging the drums, banging the war drums. Here we go. Here's another, here's another thing. You know, one more thing we have to worry about. So, all right. So Russia is in control of a nuclear plant. Why would Russia blow it up? What advantage would they gain? Nothing. <laughs> this is in the article. This is great. What about Ukraine? If the plan is blown up, the West would declare war against Russia and World War III would be official. Huh. So, again, shiny objects of things where we have, we have OZ over there, Ozelinski, Mr. Uh, uh, ex-porn star, comedian, actor, turned president. You don't believe me? Go look it up. This guy is now saying, uh, that Russia, Russia is going to blow up uh, a nuclear plant, and how horrible that would be. And then Putin's going, why would Russia blow up a nuclear plant? That would be stupid. And Zelensky's like, I can't believe Putin's rolling up a nuclear plant. And Putin's like, I'm not blowing up a nuclear plant. And this is how it goes. Uh, now this makes sense. None of this makes sense at all. Uh, we're gonna we're seeing another situation where we're going to find out that just like we went over there and did some uh, military play around wartime games just a little bit south of the Nord Stream pipeline that goes into Germany. Three months later, a radio signal was sent to blow up the ordnance after we had played war games there three months prior. Now we're trying to say that it was. It was Zelensky in his submarine. <laughs> I think the guy who supposedly went, and I, I use the word supposedly, uh, I, I think the guy, the, the guy who supposedly went to the Titanic with other billionaires, I think he has a better naval uh, <laughs> apparatus than what Zelensky has. So how is Zelensky going to go over and blow up the Nord Stream pipeline? He's not. That's not how that works. And he's not going to go over there and then what? He's gonna, he's gonna. Oh yeah, that was us. We're we're so navally, you know, uh, we're so navally superior that we obviously are setting ordinances at the bottom of the ocean on you know, on pipelines. That's what we do. That's the Zelensky naval program. That's yeah. No, 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 guys. They don't have like aircraft carriers and destroyers and battleships and you know things like that. No, remember that's all the stuff we give to them. 
we have to give them tanks and we have to give them patriot batter, battery battery uh, battle <laughs> you know what i mean the the patriot uh, armament we have to give them bullets we have to give them bombs we have to give them jets so they don't have a navy but so why is it that we're now why is it that that those Zelensky's saying that the the nuclear plant's going to blow up because he's telling you what we are going to do. You and I, America, is going to go over there, blow up a nuclear plant, blame it on Russia, and then here comes NATO. Here comes NATO to save the day. And you know, that's not going to end well, right, folks? Because why? Because the volunteer army called the United States will go over there and then have to do things that we should not be involved with. I'm serious. This is a real thing. This is very, very, this is a very, very quote-unquote, scary time to be alive. All right, so uh, who's Jay Valentine? Let's look up Jay Valentine. It says here, Jay Valentine holding the line against mail-in ballot fraud. One of the best things about a segment of the War Room after uh, virtually after virtually meeting Steve Bannon in the upcoming mail today uh, in the... Wait, wait, why am, I, why am I reading this wrong? All right, uh, move on here. I'm a retired mailman. I just saw your War Room interview. I... Now know where the mules got their ballots straight from the post office and returned an undeliverable mail. Oh, so this is a guy who calls into the war room. He's an ex-postman. Well, I had zero proof where they ended up. I had those ballots you were talking about in my mailbag with wrong addresses or lacking apartment numbers or even people that moved and still had ballots delivered to their old apartments. We put those ballots in baskets. Someone came by and picked them up. Hundreds and even thousands of ballots. Who picked them up? Where did they go? Now we know why signature matching was removed. Someone needs to investigate the post office and their Democratic Union ran activities. Well, what if I told you guys about the the, the DNC, the Federal uh, Workers Union, the Policemen's Union, the Firemen's Union? They all pay into Act Blue. Who is the Act Blue? Act Blue gives their money to the DNC, the Democrat National Committee. Who does who handles all of Black Lives Matter's eighty-four billion dollars? Act Blue. Who hands all handles all of Antifa's money? Act Blue. If you guys aren't paying attention, wake up. This is I've been reporting on this for a long, long time. I started talking about Act Blue in twenty eighteen. That Act Blue, but oh, by the way. Remember uh, James O'Keefe and his little investigation? He was going around and he was knocking on doors and asking, hey, it says here that you donated 80000 to the De- Democrat National Committee. And uh, the people are like, I donated $10 like two years ago. Well, it says here you donated 5,000 times and you've donated 80000 some dollars. And she's like, no, I haven't. And there's all these videos going on over and over and over again. Do you guys know that they have now traced that money back to the Chinese? The Chinese Communist Party is literally directly funding the DNC through these hidden donations where people have given uh, money in the past, and then they're using that individual's name and number to go ahead and continue donating in their name. That's where this whole scandal, it's, it's, it's coming apart, guys. The wheels on the bus are falling off, falling off, blah, blah, blah. That's happening. We're winning. Pay attention. Don't give up. Don't give in. All right, guys, we do have another hour of the Dark Delight Show here. Remember, hang in there. We've got a lot more going on. I'll be right back here in a couple minutes. Welcome, my son. Welcome. 
There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. The extended lunch hour on Mondays and Wednesdays. It's just me, just this guy, this guy right here. Uh, that's what we get to talk about, you know, the, all the good stuff going on around the world, right? Well, you guys want some positive information. I mean, hey, uh, guys, girls, uh, a new dating scene has just opened up. I don't know if you guys realize this, but uh, Bill de Blasio reveals his wife will sleep with other men while they still live together. You know, this is... No, guys, this is this is breaking news. This is what you want to hear on a Wednesday, right? Your extended lunch hour. You guys ate last hour. Now you're going to try to figure out how to keep it down. It's all tests to see what your tolerances are. Former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio and his wife, Charlene McRae. Well, she didn't change her last name because that means that he's not man enough. Anyway, uh, announced via the New York Times. Now, I don't know if you guys knew this. You guys can go to the New York Times, and they'll publish your dating profiles. And uh, what you and your other person in your life are doing or not doing. And uh, this is what New York Times does now. This is how we do it. So New York Times, uh, on Wednesday, they are planning to date other people while still living together and being married. The decision to separate apparently came uh, came about while de Blasio and McCray spent another boring <laughs> binge-watching Saturday night together. Uh, anyway, so this is... They're going to hang out. They're going to just going to hang out with each other and other people. So those of you that are single or want to do the whole, yeah, Bill's up for it. So that's, why is the New York Times involved in this? And why is this a thing? And why, do we have nothing else to do? Is there no, do you get, is all of New York's problems solved? I mean, I know he was the former mayor of that, you know, that fine, fine city called New York, but you guys got to divorce that whole that whole part. Give that part to New Hampshire or New Jersey. I mean, let them just have it. What is it really gaining, you guys? Think about the stuff that you guys pay for, the stuff that you guys have to put up with that comes out of Albany, but honestly only benefits New York City. I mean, everything in your life, you guys are constantly being held down, constantly being affected. Why can't you guys just walk away? Like, you know what? We're the new New York. We're in the new news. Now, we don't need you. We're all new news. The new New York over here, Cool Kids Club, we don't need New York City. We gave that to Jersey or New Hampshire or whatever. Whoever wants it. China, obviously. Let them have it. I don't think you guys, I don't think you guys would miss it. But just remember, uh, if you guys look at something to do, old Bill and his wife, uh, they're up for it. So why is that a thing? Why do I have to know that? First of all, neither of them are attractive people. I mean, seriously, I'm not saying I, you know, I'm I'm it, but uh, really, oh, well, things we do for fun. Well, anyway, it says CDC alternate altered Minnesota death certificates that listed the old uh, COVID vaccine as a cause of death. <laughs> Why would your government lie? Okay, now if you lie at all, if you get if you put east instead of west on your driver's license or if you misquote something like uh, general flynn did by misquoting a date in front of an fbi agent not under oath and not present with his attorney you'll get convicted a felony conviction of lying to the fbi and uh, the president will have to come in and pardon you 
think about this, guys. I faced the same type of thing. I went through the same, you know, this is ridiculous, but this is what our government's going to do. They're going to go in and create crimes or cover up crimes. But if you dare, if you dare step out of line, they're going to come and lock you up because you sitting in a concrete box is far more beneficial to the society than anything else. Remember, we incarcerate people at a higher rate in America than any other country on earth. The first 10 countries combined, we incarcerate people percentage-wise more than any other country on earth. The first 10 countries on earth. You guys don't realize how many people we actually have on papers, probation, parole, in jail, ankle monitoring, house arrest. Guys, we do this as a matter of practice. Well, I've never known. I don't know anybody. Are you sure? You sure? Well, anyway, your government says uh, says here that if you put the COVID vaccine as a cause of death, well, Minnesota's going to change it for you. It says uh, someone who needs to remain anonymous, was able to obtain a death certificate from Minnesota for all the deaths that occurred in 2015 to present, uh, which presented the opportunity to see if the CDC is being entirely honest with the U.S. death data. Surprisingly, the CDC is not. Uh, As we shall document, the CDC is concealing references to the COVID vaccine on Minnesota's death certificates that are uh, exceedingly rare to begin with, uh, because of widespread med- medical establishment denialism, wow, sorry about that, of uh, vaccine adverse side effects. So in other words, listen, guys, instead of them putting down there the big, long blood clots, the microcarditis, the heart failure, the strokes, and all these things showing that they were directly related to the, the, the vaccines, well, they're not going to let you put that down as a vaccine-related death. They're going to go back and change it. And almost every death certificate that, that identifies a COVID vaccine as cause of death, the CDC committed data fraud, but not assigning the ICD-10 code for vaccine side effects to the causes of death listed on the death certificate. So this is a big deal. See, there's all this stuff that they're supposed to do. Remember, guys, this is your government. You're paying for this. You're paying these people a lie to you. I mean, I talked about this at the, at the event on Sunday. It's like, yeah, the government is, is is the best at how do you want me to lie to you? I mean, I, I spent decades of this, of my time doing DOD contracting. I would sometimes hold three and four different positions on a contract, and yet I was just only one individual, but I'd have 10, 15 different contracts just on one base. And because I had qualifications, yeah, I could fill any one of those, but because we didn't want to pay for all those people to be on the payroll, which is required by the contract, we would we would just put my name in there several times. There were other people's names in there. Now, again, the the government agreed to it and allowed us to do those things, and it's, and it's an exemption in there. Okay, it's fine. But again, here's a situation where the government is handing out this government chemical, and this government chemical is obviously hurting or killing people, and they don't want to be held accountable for their behaviors. Why? Because it's not going to end well for them. So you control the data. You control the people. You don't get held accountable. And they win. Yay. Hey, real quick, let me give you guys um, the list of things in this one article about the voter fraud stuff. I don't know if you guys really pay attention to the voter fraud stuff, but you really, really should. There should be, you guys should really be on top of this voter stuff. But anyway, uh, um, the guys at Gateway Pundit are really, I really enjoy their stuff because I know their heart is in it. They're actually out of Phoenix. And so the whole Arizona ballot stuff, they are well 
they are all over that. They they got they've got a lot of people involved in there. So let me give you a list of the things that they've done. Ballots mailed to vacant lots. Ballots sent to apartment buildings without the unit or apartment number. This is how they do the ballot harvesting thing where they send them out and they purposely put the they don't purposely put all everything in the address so they're undeliverable, okay? But then that's where all these extra ballots look very official start popping up. Ballots sent to a college dorm for students registered there for decades. Ballots sent to fraternities. Uh, ballots sent to churches. Ballots for people who've moved over years ago. Ballots mailed to hotels and casinos. Ballots where the address was modified by the voter commission. Ballots sent to um, restaurants, laundromats, banks, 7-Elevens. Ballots sent to UPS and FedEx boxes. Ballots sent to the uh, to an apartment building, not to an address, but to a building, uh, clubhouses. Ballots sent to 22,000 new voters in a single county uh, entered just a day before the election. Uh, ba- ballots sent to Mr. Gonzalez, Mr. Gonzalez, Mr. Gonzalez. Every one of those is spelled differently, all at the same address. Ballots uh, sent to a Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin college dorm where 1,000 voters were registered to 250 250 adults, so, <laughs> wow. Ballots sent to 11 adults at the single-family house in Houston. It's a 823-square-foot house with one bedroom, one bath. Supposedly, 11 adults will live there. Uh, ballots mailed to people registered an address uh, in 2020, but the building was not built until 2022. <laughs> ballots sent to rehab facilities. So, again, this is all these little ways of ballot harvesting that when we were talking about that earlier, I wanted to read that list to you. I meant to do that before I went off about, you know, Mr. de Blasio and what he and his wife do on their spare time. They're not even in office. Why are we talking about them? They're not even, they're not even, uh, are they in office? You guys still got them doing something over there in New York? I I didn't realize that that was a thing. So this is just, (sighs) it just gives you that icky feeling, doesn't it? All right. Um, Let's see what else do we have here. Well, I just wanted to go over that whole the whole thing with the how they harvest, what they've been harvesting, and now to find out that the post office is actually doing a little bit of a the whole. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, do some more ballot harvesting through the post office. See the ballot, the post office thing that gets a little bit sticky. Your federal agents are doing it. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up here on the Dark Delight Show. Be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, your extended second hour. Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, you got me. You got me a little extra. Well, um, remember that whole thing we started the, the, the show about, about some some white substances found in the old uh, West Wing? I didn't say West Wing, but we'll, we're going to say I said West Wing. Uh, the cocaine stash. <laughs> now, wait. We we all kind of thought in our mind's eye. I'm sure maybe you did. I did. Well, I did. It said I like you know. Well, there's a big baggie of white powder found along the hallway, where like someone reached in their pocket to get out their phone, and they dumped out their cocaine in the baggie on the floor. Uh, no, no, it's not quite that accidental. Uh, <laughs> authorities released more information on the cocaine found in the uh, Pedo's house. Here, the cocaine was stashed in a cubby. In a storage facility in the West Wing. The, co- the cocaine was hidden in a cubby located in the West Wing, not the library. Oh, well. Oh, you know there's cameras everywhere in that thing, right? You do understand that, right? I mean, I, listen, guys. No, 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 listen, listen. I'm, I put in cameras in buildings that didn't have any, quote-unquote, uh, strategic function, you know, because that's what they do in the military. That's how this is. And so... <clears throat> just saying. Uh, Joe Biden's office is located in the West Wing. Hunter Biden, is, his crackhead son, is believed to be living at the White House. Well, that's nice. Thanks, Obama. Um, but now we find out there's a cocaine cubby. <laughs> cocaine cubby. I'm uh, Anyway. A substance of the, the, which the Secret Service has determined as non-hazardous. Well, I... Wait, now, wait. If the Secret Service says it's non-hazardous, if cocaine is non-hazardous, according to the Secret Service, then why is it a Schedule One drug, then? I mean, if it's non-hazardous, then why are we worried about it? Uh, but it tested positive for can- cocaine. <laughs> okay, then why do we re- arrest people if it's non I mean, if this stuff is not that big a deal, if it's non-hazardous, then what are we worried about? Why is it illegal? The D.C. Fire Department was called to evacuate and quickly determine the item to be non-hazardous. 
Uh, the item was sent for further evaluation and investigation and the cause and manner in which it entered the White House. Um, guys, I don't – I'm going to let you know we're never going to find out. They're not going to be honest. If they do, it's going to be some – 20 early 20 something kid that is the nuclear armament what well, we had the one guy that was a nuclear waste guy right that he was still in luggage that bald headed dude with the, the mustache that was still in women's dresses he was just the clinger of airports you remember clinger from mash he just likes the feel of the soft material that's all it is i mean you guys are getting him all wrong you guys think he's weird and stuff it's just really more of a texture thing for him <laughs> Or how about the kid in Virginia that just happened to have all those documents that were released? Remember, he had all those top-secret documents, and then they raided his house and had SWAT team and the big armament trucks there with the 50-cal machine gun on top with the guys at the turret with his finger on the trigger ready to shoot this kid who's backing up to them in a T-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops? Do you remember how nefarious that guy was? What happened to that guy? What happened to all those top-secret documents that were released? But I bet you, yeah, I bet you what's going to happen is we're going to find out that some 20-something-year-old is going to get thrown under the bus. Some kid, like, oh, uh, I just got a problem, and I identify as a cocaine addict, so you have to respect my authority, and I am a cocaine addict. So they're going to give him, you know, some therapy. You're going to pay for it. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, folks. He's a federal employee. Everything he does in his life, you pay for. And if you don't believe me, ask the 24 million employees of the federal government, because they will all tell you that they're doing an amazing job. 24 million people, not not including. Remember, I was re- uh, reading that article that was 500, where 500 and some million dollars have already been spent on the White House, the 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 Pedos White House, that we got 250 some people making almost 60 million a year, something like that. Remember that whole thing. But imagine the 24 million people out there that you're saying you want to lose they want to you want them to lose their job because you think the federal government's not worth working for. So you're going to wonder why the bureaucracy fights you, you want to wonder why the bureaucracy is willing to st- uh, stuff the ballots to keep a certain party in power because they want to keep their job. They want to make the payment on the the second mortgage payment on the pool. They want to be able to go on vacation. They like their government employee, you know, health benefit package. They want their retirement. But what if we shut that whole thing off? What would it be like if the government just left and we'd go away? We wouldn't miss them. But there's going to be some little guy, some little girl. It's, I got a cocaine habit. Cocaine has been a it's a gateway to everything else. And now you know, I need help. Whatever, it's going to come out. CBS News reported that a source close to the situation confirmed the substance was found in a cubby located in a storage facility at the West Wing, which houses the Oval Office. <laughs> You think Joe's over there getting a little bump in? You think he's getting a little bit of little little juice? He's like, you know, I'm just so tired. I need a little bit of the go juice, man. Just if I could just get me a little of that white powder. My son says it works. He's he says it works, so I gotta take his word for it. He's very good at it. I've seen the photographs. <laughs> oh, if you don't laugh, you're gonna have to cry. Um Anyway, uh, guys, if you haven't paid attention to any of the J6 stuff lately, you really do need to go back and revisit that. We still have gentlemen and women who are being held in our prisons 
two years later in solitary confinement, and it is not a healthy situation for them at all. Uh, this is really not going well. Uh, what is it? Sheets drops, uh, sheets. Let's do this. Uh, sheets drop. <sighs> it's my first day here on earth. Sheets drop gas prices to one seventy seven six to celebrate the 4th of July. Well, where was I? Nobody told they were selling gas at that cheap. 1776. Massive price drop, uh, includes regular E85 flex fuel, unleaded 88 mid grade and premium gas grades uh, will be available at all of the 765 sheet stores in Pennsylvania, Maryland, Ohio, North Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia. Where was I? The sale began at 12.01 a.m. and will go on all day until they run out of the promotional gallons, uh, which means that that was probably not a lot. Sheets is a family-owned and operated company, and we are always looking for ways to assist the community and customers. That we serve. Travis Sheets, President and CEO of Sheets, according to a report from The Hill, we hope the discount helps our customers keep a little more change in their wallets as they travel to celebrate 4th of July with their friends and family, with an obvious nod to our nation's birthday. Uh, the report added, according to AAA, the national average of gasoline was three fifty-three per gallon as of June 3rd. I think you guys pay significantly more than I think you guys are closer to $4 there in New York, so... Uh, let's see, which is 10 cents lower than Pennsylvania's average, uh, anywhere from three cents to 30 cents higher than the average in other States. Let's see. And that was it. So, uh, Mr. Sheets says the, um, last independence day sheets also dropped all their gas prices, uh, by more than a dollar. Uh, they all, they also lowered the cost of certain blends to a dollar nine per gallon on Thanksgiving. Wow. So sheets is actually out there putting their money where their mouth is like they are, 1776 in it, right? They're saying, hey, we're going to lower the gas prices down. That was pretty cool. There's actually a photograph of it here in the Gateway Pundit of all the flex fuel, unleaded 88, regular plus, and super plus, all says 1776. That's breathtaking. Wow. That is really cool. Thank you. That, I mean, those guys, thank you for doing that. That is awesome. I don't know if you guys know anybody in those areas or if you know anybody who works for Sheets, but man, you guys got to let them know. That's a stud move. Um, I don't know if anybody else is paying attention to that. I think that's a big, big deal. All right. Um, let's see here. Oh, well, let's see. Let's see this one here. Michigan T, uh, Michigan TV station director staffers fired after asking for balance and coverage of pride celebrations. Pride month is over and a day to be proud of. The 4th of July is upon us, but a news director, his assistant, and two staffers for WOOD-TV in Grand Rapids, Michigan, will spend the holiday trying to figure out where to work next. Over the weekend, some were fired uh, over dis- uh, distributing a memo sent out asking for coverage of pride parades to be covered balanced and show both sides. Uh, the others were fired for leaking the memo. Uh, the assistant director who was fired, Amy Fox, was ordered to write the memo by the new director, Stanton Tang, who was also terminated. So she was, uh, she, you know, the assistant, oh, the assistant director was, okay, so all right. We know that West Michigan is a conservative area in many ways. We need to recognize that some stories related to the LGBTQ uh, issues are going to be controversial and polarizing in our community. While we personally may not agree with certain positions, people are entitled to their um, opinions and they are viewers. 
While we personally may not agree, oh, I already said that, read that. Uh, apparently, balanced news reporting for both sides of the story is frowned upon, and uh, they actually stage a walkout protest. According to the employees, the pushback from the station is rooted in reports that the news is expansive and inclusive fashion. Uh, guys, this is this is what we're seeing here. This is what's going on around us right here. This is what. So somebody on a on a Wednesday midweek is out there trying to find a job in television, and I'll let you know a lot of those positions aren't just being uh, um, uh, the, uh, the this this isn't just like a, a, a let me uh, let me back up a little bit. This, somebody's looking for a job, and jobs in TVs and TV really aren't that prevalent. Uh, there's not a list of TV directors or leave TV producers and those kind of things, camera guys. There's not just thousands and thousands of these open in every city. Uh, they a lot of times people have to move and go into different markets because they're not, like I said, it's just not. There's not that many positions available, so they got fired. Why? Because they asked for balance. All right, guys, we got a commercial break coming up. Your WYSL Dark Delight Show. Be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Dark Delight Show. Your second extended hour, you know, that extension lunch break, extended lunch break. You get on Mondays and Wednesdays. Thank you guys so much for being here. Well, is John Kennedy, you know, not the John Kennedy we all think of, but the other guy from Louisiana, which is a fantastic. I mean, his one-liners, his quips are absolutely breathtaking. I think he has really pulled off the gloves in a lot of ways. But anyway, so this senator out of uh, Louisiana, I'm not sure why he's this late to the trough. Now, I told you guys about this about two, three weeks ago. But this is John Kennedy's tweet from today, just just a little bit, uh, was it an hour, two hours ago. Why is Instagram helping users share material that harm children, child porn? I'm demanding answers from Mark Zuckerberg, and we have to protect children from exploitation. He just tweeted this two hours ago, as if this is something brand new. And I have been talking about this stuff forever. And the fact that I talked about the we have we've we've got Instagram's algorithm literally allowing them to go around and pass around and create child porn sites on Instagram is absolutely breathtaking. But these are the same people that will tell you. Well, don't talk about that freedom thing because we'll <laughs> you'll be on a ban, right? You'll end up having to be banned and be, you know, uh, no Facebook for you, no Instagram for you if you talk about that freedom stuff. It's just like what they did to me. You know, they they did that stuff to me, and it, it, it's it's real, guys. This is absolutely a real thing where we have the you know these people that are out there saying, "Oh, you're the idiot. You're the problem. You need to this. You need to that." But then in their own algorithm, in their own setup of their own their own thing, they're allowing for child porn. But remember, you're the problem. You, you're it. Guys, the hypocrisy and motion in this stuff is, is breathtaking, but I don't think we all seem to want to hold them accountable. Where's the appetite for saying, hey, listen, we're not going to put up with this anymore. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk away from the microphone. Uh, the, the, we need We can't put up with this anymore. Like this cannot happen. You cannot treat me like this. The hypocrisy where you treat me like I am the world's most horriblester person or ever, or whatever it is, whatever makes me the worst person on earth, because I want freedoms and liberties. But you guys have got algorithms that promote this. Where, where's the outrage? Where's the click of the button? Where's the unseal you know, getting off of there? Why aren't we on a Cloud Hub? You know, Cloud Hub. 
I've talked about this a thousand times. Cloud Hub doesn't do any of this stuff for a half a second. Cloud Hub doesn't censor. Cloud Hub doesn't do any of that stuff. C-L-O-U-T-H-U-B. Now, guys, this is a real thing. Cloud Hub doesn't censor. You guys go back to Facebook. You guys go back to all these different post, uh, post social media post things out there, going to all these different wells, and yet we can see over and over and over again that they absolutely don't have your best interest at heart. Jeff Brain over at CloudHub, text with him, call with him anytime I want. Neat guy. He's out there doing freedom stuff. Absolutely doing freedom stuff. But no, no, you guys keep going back to Facebook. You keep going back to Instagram. You keep doing all these things. And you, it's. Oh, oh by the way, I wanted to, to give you guys a little update on that. that there was a part of this article uh, on these producers and these other people that got fired for saying, where's the balanced cover on this? Uh, one little note here, W uh, O O D TV wood TV is owned by Nextar media group, the largest owner of local television broadcast stations in the country. So think about this. These people were fired from the, from the largest owner of local television. Do you think they're going to find a job? You think they're going to get the, you think they're just going to go across the street to another, you know, another Nextar, you know, Nextar, uh, company. And get a job there because, oh, I screwed up here, but they'll hire me over there. No. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, so let's go on to another one here. We got left-wing group PETA is using artificial intelligence, chat GPT, to rewrite the battery. Battery, sorry, the Bible. Left-wing group PETA. Now, these are the people who believe that you shouldn't, shouldn't eat anything with eyes, that you should eat all those estrogen-based vegetables, and uh, lots of soy, so you turn into a little soy boy. Left-wing group PETA is actually using artificial intelligence, G- chat GPT. If you guys don't know what chat GPT is, it's a little, you can put chat GPT in your uh, DuckDuckGo or your Google, and you can find where you can use this little artificial intelligence uh, apparatus. You put type in a question, type in something, and it'll give you the best answer it has. By the way, I've used it. And if you guys think that AI is like the answer to everything, it's not. If you don't really like legitimately describe and link every single gross detail of what you're looking for when you put it in a chat GPT, it's not going to come out how you want. But anyway, they're using a chat GPT to rewrite the Bible, aims to eliminate animal, animal cruelty and, uh, <laughs> and then promote veganism another ism, to younger generations. Well, this will end well. Uh, The People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA. (laughs) What do you do with all the animals? If you're not, if you're not, okay, let's say we all today. All right, everybody, everybody, it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's coming up close to two o'clock here, uh, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, what do you guys, we're just all going to quit eating eating meat today. So all the meat in the, the grocery store, Processing plants, out in the field, eating grass, eating grain, goats, pigs, cows, deers, whatever it is that you're eating. We're going to just stop today. Okay, well, then there's, there's going to be some spoilage. So there's going to be a little bit of meat that has to be thrown away or discarded. And uh, But then the rest of it, we just, we just cut off the whole supply chain, which is what they're doing anyway. I'm going to cut this all off. And we all went to this. What what is it going to be really be like? Do they have any actual concept of what it takes to actually try to produce 
everything in a vegetable form. By the way, you can't eat crickets, according to PIPA. PIPA, PIPA, PIDA. So don't go thinking you could go get yourself some crickets to try to get that protein. No, all the protein you have to get is from plants. In the beginning, all animals were treated with respect, according to PETA, which was given, uh, which has given the Bible's book of Genesis a modern makeover using chat. So PETA, according to PETA, which has given the, the Bible a new makeover, um, they're saying that PETA hopes the new cruelty-free story of creation. I didn't realize that creating animals in the beginning of the Bible was cruel. Are we missing something? Oh, it was the sacrifice of the whole lamb thing. That's probably what they're talking about. I don't. Well, let's just see what they let's see what they have to say here. Uh, let's see. It says, uh, "Cannot let's see." In the beginning, all animals were treated with respect, according to PETA, which has given the Bible's Book of Genesis a modern makeover uh, to send a can't be missed animal rights message filled with vegan teachings. <sighs> I, I, this is, I can't, this is guys that I don't understand. And where do these people live? Do they live on this earth with us? <sighs> they don't understand how devastating actual crop planting really is to our environment, where a lot of our ranchers know how to work with the ecosystem of the property they have, because that's what keeps them alive. So they're not going to destroy the environment because the environment keeps them in business. Uh, let's see here. PETA hopes that, so the cruelty-free, Story of creation, which appeal to Generation Z, 73% of whom identify as animal rights activists. Generation Z? You guys, 73% of you identify as activists? Wow, that's a lot. The term beast and creatures were replaced with beings in the PETA's politically correct revamp of the Bible, while the clothing... Uh, while the clothing God of the Bible provided for, oh, I like how they use the small g God on that. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, while the clothing God of the Bible provides Adam and Eve, uh, it's, oh, they're saying they made it out of hemp and bamboo instead of the universal outlawed animal skin. So <laughs> in their moment of recognizing that they were naked in front of God, uh, and were embarrassed, they need to cover their mommy and daddy parts. Uh, they went out and, planted some hemp, harvested it, uh, worked it into fiber, then wove that fiber into fabric, and then covered themselves. That's how That's how the Bible, that's how that's done. <laughs> I, I, guys, I'm a big, I am a, I believe hemp is absolutely the answer to all of our problems. And it's not because of any other reason other than the fact that these fibers and the crop rotation are amazing and should be completely embraced because it hel- it creates uh, healing in the soil. Uh, the fibers are amazing. The plastics are amazing that are made from it. It does not create toxicity and it's all biodegradable. All right, here we go. No one with any fashion or moral sense would wear animal skins in the 21st century. <laughs> okay. Among other uh, interpretations in Genesis chapter 22, Abraham travels to the land of Moriah and befriends a gentle lamb to show his reverence and respect for God. He befriends a gentle lamb. He becomes friends with a gentle lamb to show his reverence and respect to God's creation. Rather than slaughtering a ram to demonstrate his faith, much as human sacrifice, once a reality, is now outlawed all over the earth. (laughs) Okay. 
Is it? I don't because we sacrifice human beings at the altar of Satan and these uh, these globalists every day with these wars and things we do across this world. As they walked with Herbie, Sarah, and A- uh, Abraham thought of the importance of adopting dogs for shelters and rescue organizations rather than purchasing them from breeders. <laughs> what? PETA's new version of the Bible states they spoke of how buying a dog or cat from a breeder or a pet shop contributes to the campaign of human overpopulation crisis. As countless dogs and cats and shelters await loving homes while breeders continue to produce more puppies and kittens for profit. Hmm. Wow. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up here on the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being here. And uh, Josh will be back tomorrow. He's just traveling today. Had uh, He was over there in the area and enjoyed uh, his hometown. I got to meet his brother as well and some of his extended family. Found out his brother is going to be a grandfather. And so that's a cool thing there. So he gets to be gets to do all that. So anyways, great time over there. Uh, guys, I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but there is a... Kind of a, we're going to go back and rehash Bidenomics. I know you guys just haven't heard enough about this. Bidenomics, big government, industrial policy, and centralized control. Uh, President, yeah, they said the the pedo in chief unveils, unveils his economic plan during an event in the lobby of an old post office building in Chicago on June 28th. And uh, so that was uh, what he did there. So, with an eye towards the upcoming presidential election, the White House has launched a new pol- uh, public relations campaign called Bidenomics to define the pedo's uh, economic agenda. We don't have, uh, we don't know what this. Okay, so let's go with the quote here. Now, this is Joe speaking. I think if I if I'm right here, I don't I don't know what the hell that is, but it's working. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. This is the guy who they've named. So if they had Jimomics or Jiminomics or Jim Priceomics or something like that, I, I would have to say, I, I don't know what that is, but uh, it's working. Uh, I don't know what the hell that is, but it's working. Biden stated on June 17th at a union rally in Philadelphia, begging the question, what is Bidenomics? And is it working? According to the White House statement, Bidenomics uh, rests on three pillars. Oh, now there's pillars. You guys feel better, don't you, already? It's it's resting on three pillars. Uh, Massive smart government spending on renewable energy and semiconductors. (laughs) Okay, so renewable energy, guys, so... Smart government spending. So we're putting we put the word smart in there, which makes all of the spending after that smart. I mean, duh. If you guys were smart, you would know that. Uh let's see here. It says support for unions and domestic manufacturing and promoting competition. Uh free market. As a result, the White House states our ec- our economy has added more than 13 million jobs, including nearly 800,000 manufacturing jobs and we're un- and we've unleashed a manufacturing and clean energy boom. Wait, 
Okay. Um, what? No, they haven't. <sighs> Do you guys understand the semiconductor stuff that he's talking about is actually all the stuff that Trump did when he was when he uh, signed in to. Uh, Remember the whole thing with the whole semiconductor chip thing that they were doing in Minnesota and all those other things and the Intel plant going up in just north of East Palestine, Ohio, where I reported to you guys that the exact same amount of money that East Palestine uses every single day is also the same amount of water that the new Intel semiconductor chip plant will use every single day. They also tell you that the amount of power that this semiconductor chip that Intel put in just north of East Palestine Ohio is the exact same amount as what the town of East Palestine, Ohio, takes off the grid every day. What happened in East Palestine, Ohio, guys? Do you guys remember? Remember the the whole fluorocoral over there, there chemicals? Remember that? Remember the water, the ground, the air? <sighs> okay, a cre- uh, the creating helpful in incentive. Oh, this is the name of this act. Again, I got to find out who this person is that makes these names up. These are fantastic. Um, Creating helpful incentives to produce semiconductors in science. CHIPS, C-H-I-P-S, Act of 2022, allocates $280 billion in federal spending to bolster U.S. semiconductor manufacturing. The Infrastructure Act of 2021 allocates $65 billion for clean energy products. And the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 adds another $394 billion in clean energy. <sighs> We're getting, we are, we are, guys, we are not, we are getting screwed and, and this is not even funny anymore. I would, I would define it as a trickle-down big government. Jonathan Williams, chief econom, uh, ec- economist at the American Legislative Exchange Council. I... I've got to get these names. I got to find my own. I got to get like the Jim Price Legislative Exchange Council or something. I got to get me an acronym. So Jonathan Williams, the chief economist over at the American Legislative Exchange Council, told the Epic Times the common thread to this administration has been growth and expanse of government power and certainly big government spending. The White House National Security Advisor Jack Sol- uh, Jake Jack Sullivan Jake, uh, speaks at a press conference uh, at the White House April 24th. According to the National Security Advisor, uh, America's industrial base has been hollowed out. The vision of public investment that had energized the American project in the post-war years uh, and indeed for much of the history has faded. Oh, that's doom and gloom. Sullivan, who despite his focus on security issues, has become a spokesman for the uh, Bidenomics and has been highly critical of what has been called Reaganomics. Oh, so Bidenomics has now replaced Reaganomics because Reaganomics didn't work. Or a platform of tax cutting, trade liberation, and deregulation. Hmm. So more regulation, more taxes, more government. That's Bidenomics. Yeah, I get you. No, no, no. I get no, no. You are right. That is okay. There was uh, there was one assumption at the heart of all this policy that markets always allocate capital productivity and efficiency. Was it, what Sullivan said? President Biden believes that building a 21st century clean energy economy. Remember the New Green Deal. Remember the whole AOC New Green Deal. That's what this is. 
That's that was the real name of it. This is what's really being. This is how they've really implemented it. See the amounts of dollars I've talked to you about is about sixty five. Uh, four hundred and let's see, two eighty. So that's one, two, three, four, five. Let's see, it's six. That's four. That's three, seven. So we're looking at eight hundred, almost a, almost a trillion dollars. Remember how much the new green deal was going to cost? About eleven trillion dollars. Well, what they've done here in the last two years is basically thrown a trillion dollars at it already. Yeah, yeah, that new green deal, that whole thing. The 15-minute cities, the putting you know uh, towers of apartments inside of suburban homes uh, developments, yeah, that's what this is. See, the local code enforcements are already pulling this off for you. See, they're saying local code enforcements are allowing people to go in and put multifamily uh, apartment buildings into residential areas that are single-family home areas, and not that they're not they're letting it; they're forcing it. See, that's part of the agenda, the new green deal. Guys, you think that the local pol- the local policy officers, the local city councils, the lo- local county commissioners aren't doing anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing their part to make you have to go to this new green deal. The government has now spent a trillion dollars of debt money to make sure that you guys are going to go that direction. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you have the ability to write out a business plan and, and work on grants, you need to go look up these uh, these different processes to see if you can come up with something here. Because this is uh, breathtaking at best. I mean, we really need to look at like where this trillion dollars is going. And if you can get yourself a part of it, why don't you guys say that you're going to go and do, uh, I don't know, solar panel disposal. Or do uh, w- uh, wind generation disposal. Uh, because those those industries right now are booming. It's just like the lithium battery disposal that all these cars have to, all these batteries have to be replaced or disposed of. That's the business to be in, to clean up the mess of these people. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being on the Dr. Light Show. It's been fantastic having you guys here. Thank you so much for the hospitality of having me up in New York this last weekend. It was great to see you guys. Thank you so much. Don't hesitate to reach out. Dr. Light Show, Jim Price, your host here on the Extended Lunch Hour. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We're